For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Survey to save with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It is 821 on the Mike Kelter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. If you're looking for windows for your home, replacement windows or doors, you know the company to call because you've seen them on TV. Talking about windows and doors and cookies for years, and that is Weathertight Windows and my man Weathertight Mike. Go to weathertightwindows.com and order your windows there, right? And then you don't have to put any money down. You don't have to pay for anything. You don't have any interest. You don't pay anything until the day that they are installed. All we ask is that you make your payment when they're installed and you throw a couple of chocolate chips Mike's way. That's all he cares about. Uh, but seriously, if you need windows and doors replaced and you want the best windows, Weathertight Windows uses PGT windows, the best glass you can have. And for their doors, they uh, will come on out there and give you a rebate, a $200 rebate for every door panel you buy and a $100 rebate for every window you buy. More of a reason to buy them from Weathertight Windows. Go to weathertightwindows.com, give them a call, they'll give you an estimate, and have them come out and get the best windows and doors in all of Tampa Bay, Sarasota, and everywhere within the sound of my voice, weathertightwindows.com. This Friday night was the Bones' 10th anniversary of flipping to all talk radio. Now, the Bones been around since uh, the 90s sometime. They came on uh, as a classic rock station. We joined it as a classic rock station, and we whittled away our song count from eight, nine songs an hour to six songs an hour to five songs an hour to three to maybe we'll play some if we feel like it. And uh, then eventually they noticed that the less music we played, the more our ratings went up because mostly of the time spent listening. People listen to the show uh, longer when they don't have to switch out when we play a dumb Pink Floyd song at 7 o'clock in the morning. Not something you want to hear on your way to work. So uh, over the years, it's been good for us. And then we made some uh, programming changes. We brought Drew over from 97X, and we turned it into a full-on talk show station. We had the Billy Madison show on, uh, and Roger and JP are on. We've had uh, Spice on. We've had SBK on. Shows have come and gone. You know what? i got to tell you, Galvin, with something that um, I don't even know necessarily we needed to bring up, but something that we didn't bring up over the weekend is somebody that deserves some credit uh, that is not here anymore, and that's Slater. Slater. Oh, yeah, 100%. Slater, yeah. We all love Slater. Slater is a utility player. He was at the bone before any of us were. And uh, unfortunately, you know, just as business goes, when budget cuts came during the pandemic, Slater, uh, after working here for 20-something years, was uh, was gone but we all we all liked Slater we all enjoyed listening to him we all loved working with him he was the perf- he was the perfect weird guy at your job um but he left and he left Geo's wardrobe so that yeah, was that was nice. that. Yeah. I'll always be thankful for that yeah so uh but seriously so we all got together on Friday and uh we performed a live segment now I will tell you for reasons we did not discuss it with the other shows what we were going to do it was kind of a secret for fun reasons, but also I, I think that we didn't want to steal from each other. We didn't want to run into each other's bits, so we just did our own thing. And it started out on Friday at the Capitol Theater with 
Uh, I don't know what was who opened the show. I know Johnny B sang the national anthem, yeah, and was so good that we got up from the production room to go out front and watch him do it. He's he's great at that. And then it had the opening video that they went through, and then Roger and JP who had a video with uh, Brett, who was I I don't appreciate that. <laughs> it was it was Roger deep and JP fake. doing a deep fake video with with that idiot Brett as me <laughs> and uh, saying all these things that I don't normally say. His impression of me is terrible. Um, but he uh, he did that. Then Roger and JP did an interesting thing. I'm not going to I'm not gonna give away everybody's thing because I'm sure they want to talk about it, but one of the things Roger and JP do on their show is a top ten list, and they did a top ten list of words that they can't say on the radio that uh, you want to hear them say. And my wife texts me. I right, text her, and I go, hey, how's it going out there? And she goes, a lot of dirty words. Yeah. <laughs> it got pretty dirty right away. Yeah. Um, uh, it was Roger, JP, Brett, Monica, Dizzy all out there on stage. Then after that, I don't know what came next. I don't know what happened after that. There was some downtime, and then there was some other people. I think Brendan Rimes was out there. Um, I don't know who else was there. Then uh, Drew and John were out there. Now, for Drew and John, we were backstage, but we were watching on the TV. And uh, I thought they did a good job. It was just the two of them out there, and they did a bunch of stuff. And then at the end, they showed a video clip, and the video clip ended with uh, Drew leaving re- leaving the uh, cancer hospital and ringing the bell. And I thought that was pretty effective. I thought that was good. And uh, you know, that was the first time we've seen I've seen Drew in a long time. Like we, we, I see John every once in a while because like he comes out to Pipple Toddler gigs and stuff, but I haven't seen Drew in I would say over a year. Um, and then, uh, after that, they, we just listening to House of Tony breathing through the mic. Oh, uh, I hate you. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, I hate your sinuses. House of Tony. You might want to go see Dr. Deeper Squally while you're here. Uh, so then, uh, after that, then they had a, uh, video in memoriam, uh-huh. which was, uh, first it involved the people who were associated with the show. Who have died, and that was like celebrities, like Bob Saget was in there, Gilbert Godfrey, Gilbert Godfrey, all the people, Eddie, Eddie Money, Money. Yeah. yeah, all the people that we had on as uh, repeat guests over the years, um, uh, Patrice O'Neill. Uh, it was funny because it showed a video, it showed a picture of them, and then a little clip of video from when they were on the show. Uh, then it went on to um, uh, people who were missing and presumed innocent, like Tongueless Bread, and you know a bunch of those people. Then there were some that you probably forgot about, and some new listeners probably don't even know. Cancer Face, yeah, which is, Cancer Face called the show one day, and he was like, "Hey," and I go, "Whoa, whoa what, what do we got going on?" And he's like, "Oh, I got face cancer," and I went, "Face cancer? I didn't even know that was a thing." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, they keep taking a piece of my face out," and uh, he wanted tickets for something. I said, "Cancer Face, I'm going to give you tickets, and I want you to pick another event in the future." And he's like, "All right, Monster Jam in February." I go, "Great. If you live till February." We'll give you the tickets, and in February, <laughs> you pick another future event, Help so we'll keep, keep you alive. living, yeah, keep right. you alive. Yeah. And uh, we held a fundraiser for him at the dog track where we had a big poker tournament benefiting Cancer Face. We did a live auction, and this is when we were all pretty new, so when we did everything like on our own, so it was a, it was a success, and then sometime later, Cancer Face passed away. Uh, speaking of people's voices, uh, one of the guys came up to me at Frenchies and he was like, Hey, Calvin, I just want to say that I love the show. Yeah. He was talking to me and he goes, 
I know I have a high voice. Uh, I called it, and you made fun of me. I go, I made fun of you. Yep, sounds about right. I think I met that guy too. He was, he was super nice. He was and, yeah, he was. He was He's great. Big fan too. But it was funny because he was like, "Yeah, you made fun of me." And, uh, yeah. He goes, "I get it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I talked to him too. I felt bad for him, but you know. So uh, then there was the guy who got the cowhead show uh, tattooed on his chin. You went yeah. to Vegas with him, I did. Right? Yeah, and then he died. Right. And I had nothing to do with that. Didn't Dinah do part of that tattoo? Uh, that no, one. I think it was Carmen did I the other did. guy's leg. Yeah. Oh, the other guy's yeah. leg. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then of course, Avocado Rocker. And, um, you know, and I, I didn't, I don't know how it didn't make it in there, but there was no um, Crazy Patty, was there? I don't remember seeing that. I don't remember seeing her. Then they had a real in memoriam for people who were close to, like Ralphie. Uh, you know, there was Brent, my first partner on the show, who who passed away after he left the show. There was um, Dinah. a bunch of people, and then it ended with Dinah. Yeah, and, which, by the way, I couldn't watch that again. Yeah. The first time I saw it, it made me real upset. And then right before we were about to go on the air, I had to walk <laughs> away from it. I was like, I don't want to watch this again. This is too sad. And then right after I was over, they were like, hey, the Mike Halter show. And I went, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Make some jokes, dummies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we went out there, and this was the plan. So I go out. And I introduced the rest of the show. And everybody came out on stage, and we kind of messed around a little bit. We talked to, to each other, and then we did the first event was we pulled a guy out of the crowd, and he played the pie-in-the-face game. Now, for those of you who don't know, that is a children's game where you rest your head on a, on a piece on a toy, and there's a hand, and that hand is loaded with whipped cream. You spin a spinner. It tells you how many times you have to crank it, and then you crank the game and eventually, it's going to randomly pop the hand up and smash the whipped cream in your face. So you're waiting with great anticipation. I played this with my daughter when it first came out. So you roll a four, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get creamed on this. You're like, click, 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 boom, and it hits you in the face. So uh, it doesn't hurt, but it's funny to watch and all that. So we got a guy up there. We sat him down, and we put the, the whipped cream on. And then we said, however, to make it a little bit more exciting... We were going to top the whipped cream with Spanish pubes. And it kind of looked like an ice cream sundae with uh, chocolate jimmies on top. Mm. So uh, that guy gets the highest amount of spins, clicks it, and gets no pie yeah. in the face. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So he skated away free as a winner. Then I said, is there anybody, now that you know the trick, that would be willing to do it? And this hot girl from the third row was like, I'll do it. And she came up there. And she hit it, and on the second click, it smashed Spanish's pubes into her face, yep. and she took it like a champion. And then we realized we didn't have a towel for cleanup. <laughs> yeah. And the poor girl was sitting there with whipped cream and Spanish's pubes on her face. And I said, this is what it must be like to be in a porno at the end of the porno. And the girl's like, well, does somebody have a towel? And uh, it, was pretty, it was pretty bad, but she took it like a champion. She, she didn't complain about it. She smiled. And she was wonderful. <laughs> Luckily, she, I think Carmen found a used towel that 38 Special yeah. used from the week before. Right, right, right. Yeah. Did you see that towel up close? It was so dirty <laughs> and nasty. So oh. If you told me you just wiped Love Tiger's sweat off his back with it, I would still use it to get Spanish pubes off. Yeah, it. that's a fair point. It yeah. was like chaos backstage. You're like, towel! Yeah. I don't have a towel! Yeah. And then, like, people are running up and down stairs, and then the and, dirtiest, just nastiest-looking uh, towel on the floor. Uh, we, I forgot the point. We opened the show with announcer auditions. And the first person to go out there and uh, an audition was Spike with his hear ye, hear ye. Right. And he got booed off stage. Then a surprise guest we had was Medicine Man. He got booed off stage. Then another surprise guest we had was Love Tiger, which you haven't heard Love Tiger on this show in years. 
because he grew out of Love Tiger. He doesn't want to be Love Tiger anymore. Nope. He's JJ. Mm-hmm. He went from Love Tiger to Dr. Johnny P. Love Train to JJ now. So Love Tiger was there, and he auditioned, and he got booed. And he, by the way, is the only actual person who was ever paid to be a live announcer on the show. True, yeah. Negotiated his own contract. That's right. I think it wound up being $50 for the whole year. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. <laughs> uh, then um, he got booed off, and then we brought out surprise guest Skinny Moose, yeah. who went out there and did a Smart for Life intro for us uh, in a NASCAR and TNT and a Rip and Read all at once. And then he got booed off stage, and that's when we went into the whole thing. And then we went into the professional. Ed yeah. Weigel. Ed Weigel did it. Yeah. And then, so then uh, we did the pie in the face thing. That was a success. Then the next thing we did was we brought Medicine Man out, and Spanish made him a vest, and that vest had balloons on the back. <laughs> and then I had the dart gun, and I was going to shoot the balloons, and each balloon had a prize that corresponded to a seat in the uh, seating chart with it. Prior to you shooting, I realized... Isn't that on backwards? Because the vest had all the balloons on the front yeah. instead of the back. Right. They didn't. He did not okay. put it on the right way. So in in my defense, I misunderstood when we were discussing where the balloons were going to go because I thought when you said he, he's going to have them on the front, meaning the balloons would be on the front, but I think you were saying he's going to be facing the front of the stage. I heard balloons on the front, so I put the balloons on the front of the stage. So he's wearing a uh, sweatshirt, a hoodie, with balloons on it, and he's got one tied to to the top of his head. And he is standing there on the stage, and somebody goes... Does he have any eye protection? I think he was wearing glasses, but <laughs> we were like, yeah, he's, he's all right. Which, by the way, Corey uh, Cardinal, who is the stage manager, is in his headphones, and he's like, okay, and he goes, he goes, turn it around, turn it around, you got to turn it around. And I go, uh, I, then I go over to Mike, I go, do you want to turn it around? And Mike's like, nope. Yeah, nope. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. I'm pretty good with the dart gun. <laughs> the dart gun is pretty accurate. Yeah, I found out that the hard way. Yes, I'm pretty good with it. So, um, Medicine Man went up there, and I, I, Gio went up there to help out with something, and I shot Gio in the stomach. <laughs> but I knew I'd get you in a soft spot, and I didn't blow that hard, so, but it, so I did stick in you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was not fun. It was very painful. <laughs> it's, like a, it's the slow pull out. Yeah. Not, uh, my very first time that I used it was this guy, Carl, that I used to work with at CBS, and I shot him in the calf. He had pretty puffy calves. I shot him in the calf, and it went in, and he just turned and looked at me, and the blood just started pouring out of his calf, and I went, because I went, I didn't, he was close to me. I just didn't know. I didn't know what it did. So anyway, so Medicine Man's wearing it, and they're like, he, don't hit him in the face. Don't hit him in the face. I'm like, I'm not going to hit him in the face. I know how to do this thing. So I shot him, aiming for the balloon on the top of his head, and I missed altogether. And then I shot again, and it was a direct hit, not in the balloon, but into his scalp. Right. I shot Medicine Man in the head, and I honestly did not mean to do that. And then he was sitting there writhing in pain because he had a dart in his head, and everybody in the crowd's like, oh. And then, in fact, do we have that audio? Yes. Oh, Carmen, can we play that? Yeah, of course. All right, here, let's do that. So this is the first one, right, Spanish? Yeah, it's, it's, it'll say uh, Medicine Man Part we, 1. We can yeah, play Part 1, both, 2, yeah. and 3, yeah. You want, okay. Let's start from right. 1. Okay. All right, I need medicine man. Where's medicine man? Oh, come on. Oh, give it up. He's an icon and a legend. Stop. You know the rules. Three feet. Go over there. Yeah, he always wants to be so close right. to me. Medicine man, we're going to do something with you that clearly the people want us to do. I'm pretty sure they're waiting for this. You said you're pretty sure? 
And I know damn well they're waiting for this. You ready for this? I'm not sure yet, but uh Alright, bring out the medicine man's jacket. Put your back put your, put it on. Nice little uh, nice little a coat? Yeah, yeah, face protection. The coat's called had, leather. The coat had bones on it. Alright. Now where now let's put Medicine Man back in that corner right there. I need a dark gun. Now we randomly picked seat numbers and put them in those balloons. When they pop, Spanish will record them and you will be a winner. Now uh, I think the next one is when I aim for the head. Correct, yeah. Yes. Now I I'm aiming for the head and when I say that I mean there was a balloon on top of his right. head that I thought would be pretty easy to hit right. from that distance. <laughs> I was wrong. Go ahead, Carmen. By the way, wasn't weren't those supposed to be on his back? Yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, Listen, no, we're, running, we're running late. We're good. We're good. I don't remember if they were supposed to be, it. but should we zip up his jacket or? Uh, <laughs> the face. <laughs> yeah, just cover your eyes. Hey, Papa, think I won't shoot you in the taint. Uh, Can we we flip it around? No, no, no. No. This is a nice gift from the Lord. I got to concentrate. Should I go over the head? Pause a second. Yes. So the problem was, in the dark gun, you have to take a deep breath (laughs) and then blow. And every time I went to take the deep breath, you guys would make me laugh. So I had to, I had to exhale away from the, the dart gun because I would have spit the dart out at half speed. So it was getting very distracting. Okay, go ahead, boy. He needs complete silence for this trick to work. I was fine. Uh, I just about, anybody stayed right? We haven't Ooh. used these since before the pandemic. This is disgusting. Here we go. Oh! I, I missed the balloon. That was the, scalp. the very first shot. That's so gross. Where's the 38 special towel? You pulled it out too quick. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm not going to go over that anymore. Hip hop. Okay, so it went into the side of his scalp. And was it you who pulled it out? Oh. Yeah. It was, oh, Joe. was you? I thought it was Joe. Oh, definitely not me. Yeah, because I was next to Medicine Man with the microphone. Because <laughs> that's right. when Gio got shot next. Well, Gio <laughs> yeah. went over there and pulled it out of Medicine Man's head. Dude. And the blood began to spill by the court. <laughs> like a faucet. It was. I, for a second, was worried. Dude. I didn't realize what was going on. You know when people say, if you see something, say something? <laughs> yeah. I was standing there, and everybody oh, laughed, and I looked down, and I see... Just a pool of blood. And I went, <gasps> and I thought, there was a moment where I go, do I say something or do I just let the show roll on? Years I went with let the show roll on. Years ago, we went to a WWE event, and my dad was there, and Tyrus uh, got cut in the back of his head, and he was laying on the ground, and the blood just was pouring out of the back of his head, and there's a giant pink pool of blood underneath his head. And everybody was like, that's not real, that's not real. It was 100% real. You could actually see in the pictures where the blood's falling out of. And what happens is it was when, it's, when it's on the surface like that and it's not that deep of a cut, it's a very light-colored blood, and it was a pink pool of blood. And I have not seen anything like that since Tyrus. There was a giant pool of blood, and then Tom came out and tried to clean it with paper towels, 
And when he left, it looked like there had been a five-person homicide there. Yeah. Tom just showed the towels were all bloody uh, red. Yeah. I felt like Dexter when I looked yeah. at him. The like, best was you pulled the dart out, and it started to bleed. And you like there was a moment where you were going to like plug it like a dam with your finger. But you were just like, nah, I don't want to. I also it. don't want hepatitis. Yeah. I just I saw the pool. I go, are you all right? And he's like, eh, I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> now do we have more audio? Yes, comments? there's yeah. more. Right, let's, hear, let's hear where that goes. You all right? You have a mic we can put on him? Are you all right, buddy? Where, where, where yeah, I'm all right, but don't shoot me in the head. <laughs> Do you feel like you're bleeding? Or my ding-dong either needs yeah, protection. It wasn't my intention to hit you in the head. Yeah, two holes. All right, you ready? He said also don't hit him in the ding-dong. Geo. You make me laugh, Tom. Complete silence. Oh God, I gotta try the head one. I gotta try the head one. No. You can't. Absolutely. That's why I put it there. I'll move, I'll move closer. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, that'll help. Medicine man, probably better if you crane your head up. Geo, Geo, hold the microphone no, there so we can get yeah. some, you know, live sound, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I shot Geo right in the bed. Right yeah. in the gut. Right in the breadbasket. Uh, oh, he misses kids football the game for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Target, how can you miss? Oh, oh man. You that way. No, Gio, I'm just going for medicine, man. Last one. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. Hold on. Hold on. That, where was that? Well, you missed the balloon, but you did get his liver. So who had liver? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm so good at this. Here we go. Complete silence. I didn't want. I didn't want him to just start spraying blood. Well, and also turn we, into a Saturday Night Live skit. Was well, that Carmen? I was gonna say. Well, after we find out that he was on blood thinners. Yeah, yeah. 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 He tells that. I like blood thinners. Yeah. Yeah, he, it was thinner. And that was uh, after the fact. You know what well, I mean? Like, we didn't know that going into this. The best part is when this bit was over and we got off stage. John Brennan's face was <laughs> pure white. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I go, where is he? He goes, I don't know. He's wrapped up there in, the, in that towel. And I go, oh, I'm sure he's fine. I made. I went and checked on it backstage. Yeah. He was fine. So what happened was when it hit his head, it went in his, it went under the first layer of skin, <laughs> but just kind of like, like kind of nicked it, right. but enough to break the leather skin. Yeah. So he bled, but he didn't bleed out. He was um, fine. He was walking around drinking. A beer. Got him, everybody got him a beer. He was fine. Yeah. So that was it for uh, for that segment. And then we did the, um, then we had some ideas that we want to do with shock collars. We were going to have people come on stage and see who could chug a beer faster while they had the shock collars on. But, um, we were running out of time. So we're like, just put the shock collar on our guys. So they put one on, uh, Joe and the other one was going to go on Love Tiger, but Love Tiger freaked out and ran away <laughs> and literally ran and hid and we couldn't find him. So we put it on Tom and we're like, you just have to go out there and do it. And Joe and uh, Tom went out there and did a shot. And then I was like, well, that one, well, let's just do the beer really quick. And they had bottles of beer. I was thinking it would be Bud Light aluminum cans. So they had bottles. <laughs> and when Joe got hit with it, he swung his arm around so hard that the bottle flew out and broke on the stage. Right. And then Joe fell on it. So it looked like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was the, it went from a pool of blood to broken glass. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys yeah. at the Capitol yeah. Theater are like, Jesus In like Christ. the same right spot. 38 Special didn't do this. We only have one towel. Yeah, yeah. 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 We're sharing it yeah, with so all the Yeah, so then they were looking around for the towel. <laughs> so uh, that's, how, that's how our bit ended with Joe on the floor. All the pictures are up at, uh, 
at the Mike Kelta show on Instagram. You can see that. I and did the uh, live open letter to which perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Perfect music cues for everyone. But the best is Galvin had an idea. He goes, I'm going to write an open letter live, but I'll write it about people that are there and I'll observe the crowd. When I get there and pick people out of the crowd, I was like, all right, great. So when I got there before the show started, I just looked down, and the first thing I saw in the third row was a white guy with dreads. And I went, perfect. <laughs> You're in. You're in. You're in. Yeah. So I told Galvin, I was like, heads up, white guy with dreads, third row on the left-hand <laughs> side. you know. But Galvin went out there and did the live open letter. That was great. A lot of people were proud and embarrassed to, be, to make it into the open mm-hmm. letter. Yeah. Uh, then we wrapped it up. Then at that point, they brought the chairs out, and the entire bone... Staff came out on the stage. It started with me and went all the way down in a big, like, U shape to Drew. No and chair for Spike, though. No yeah, chair no. for Spike. No. And it was, now I had a mic, Drew had a mic, and I think there was one in the middle somewhere, like Roger and JP had it. And then there were three mics on stage, so people could also get up and go talk on that mic. And Galvin and I, like, passed the mic I had back and forth. Jerry Springer was sitting in front of me on stage, and Jerry began to ask questions to the group. And I have to tell you, we submitted some questions anonymously as you know, uh, as Bone staff members, and I went brutal with my questions. Like I asked some stuff that would have caused some garbage between people, including me and you know and others. And then I did a couple of good under oath questions, like uh, who would you let go, or who do you think's the funniest, and all that. And I got hit with they. They were like, "Who do you think's the most talented person on the station?" I'd say Galvin, like right out of the gate. I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting there and hem hawing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, then they, the, it started when Spike wouldn't leave the stage. Oh, Spike bad. kept getting up, getting on with John Brennan's yelling at him, get off the effing stage. Well, and finally, had to hook him. He also, there's a video. Play. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, there's a video playing, and he's on a microphone and stuff. You're drawing attention away from the video. It's not about you. Well, the video is going on yeah. and stuff, and he's blah, 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 into the microphone. Spike on the mic was Spike on the bottle. Oh, he was geez. a little drunk. Yeah, so, uh, so then Spike gets taken off the stage, or at least put behind this <laughs> escorted. Spot, yeah. yeah, and then uh, Jerry begins with the questions, and the there were a lot of Monica JP questions that went on that caused some some uh, stuff between them. There was. Um, uh, John, uh, who broke the shades in the studio questions. Uh, there was a lot of Dizzy uh, and Mo, who who drank my Gatorade, you know, and that kind of stuff. And then there were some things among each other that really wasn't so bad. And then Jerry Springer said to me, Mike, I have a question for you. It was a question that I wrote for other people, but they turned it around and asked me. They said, Mike, who has the stalest bit on the radio station? And I went, oh. <laughs> I said, this is tough, not because I'm afraid to answer, but because I was I, I was waiting for somebody else to get asked this question because I wrote it. And my answer, and I still stand by it, is my opinion. And I just gave my opinion. I One good thing about me, I'm fearless when it comes to saying my opinion. Whether you agree with it or not doesn't really matter because it's my opinion. So he said, what is the one bit that is stale on the station? And I said... I'm sorry to say this, but I'm a little sick of hearing from Jacob two times. To which there was a half a second of silence, and then a lot of groans from the audience. But people like, we have that. You do? Yeah. All right, let's hear it. I I know it's an unpopular opinion, so I'm afraid to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm sick of Jacob two times. (laughs) Mixed response from the crowd. But, But... I also hate Sporkle. <laughs> so, 
I wasn't. I, I was just being honest. I, every time I turn on the radio and I hear Jacob two times, I'm like, oh Jesus, not this again. And it's not. Um, it's not that they. Sh- I'm saying they shouldn't do it. You just ask me. I listen to the radio a lot, and I listen to Drew a lot in the afternoon because I'm in the car. And Jacob two times is not as uh, adorable to me as he was five years ago. Also, I don't think he should never be on the radio. I just think every day for that long is just too much. Uh, John Senning's response was an odd response. Do we have that, Carmen? Yeah. All right, let's play that. Um, I got to skip Because Drew didn't really say anything. Right. No. I got to skip ahead a little bit. I, mean, I like Jacob. Um, yeah, I think it. that I wouldn't say that we know that, but I think that we also give a lot to him. And there's probably, and I'm not trying to be a pussy here, but I also think that, like, and although it may be 30 minutes on our show every week, and you trust me, there have been moments where I'm like, damn, this is crazy. But I think that it is so much to him. And I do think there are a lot of people that also like it. Some maybe that are getting sick, maybe a lot of people. But I also think that for that 30 minutes, for him being his entire world, it, it works for us and it's fun and it's something to do when we do a game every day. Now, can I tell you my opinion again? I feel like that crowd is like, yes, we like Jacob and we like to hear him happy too. Yes. But they're not answering the question. The question is, what's the stale bit? I mean, because then if you ask those people who are clapping, they're like, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it's a little too boring. <laughs> but, yeah, good for him. Even John, and I get it. John's a nice guy. And, John, uh, the feeling that you that you get from Jacob that, you know, he had a great day from doing that and all that uh, is awesome. It's just, this. Not, in my opinion, this station is not, it's supposed to be a little bit more edgy and a little bit, you know, exciting and the fact that we're catering to this kid for like five years now for a half hour every day, it, it just said it was getting a little stale to me. I didn't say get rid of it. They should be fine. Right. Their ratings are great. Their people obviously heard in the crowd seem to like it, but I just answered honestly. So what do you want from me? Um, if you would ask me if I would have kept going, I would have told you bits about other shows and stuff. I go, including our own. I said, uh, Sporkle's ridiculous. We keep trying to play Sporkle, and everybody complains. And we're like, all right, we'll bring it back. <laughs> so uh, that was the uh, that was the highlight for me. I don't know. I don't know if the opinion of the people in the listening audience differ than the people who were there live that night. I know that Drew had a lot of fans there that night, and it's hard for fans to go against the guy that they like in front of them. So, um, you know, they may have felt like I was crapping on their team and they were defending the team. Or am I wrong? Maybe just Jacob two times. People love to hear him, and I'm I'm just wrong because I'm too close to the station. So who knows? Uh, anyway, those are some of the uh, highlights from our segment of the show. I'm sure Roger and JP will play some. Uh, their video they released on Instagram, I, I think I re- retweeted it or re-Instagrammed it or whatever the hell you call it. And, uh, uh, you know, Drew and John have some stuff and some surprises that I'm sure they'll talk about. There were people there. I thought we were going to get more people that used to be on the station making surprise visits, but I guess not. I guess once you're gone, you're gone. Yeah, yeah I would imagine there's going to be a lot of complaining from Mo's show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Oh, Spike. Oh he, thought he thought he should be the star. Of oh the yeah, show. he was yeah. already complaining before the like before the show what? that right. they didn't have their own segment. Well, remember what? I told you guys because the night oh, before, yeah. like yeah. Thursday yeah. night, Spike was like, "Well, why are we even going? We don't even have our own segment." Yeah, yeah. then he shouldn't but, have gone. <laughs> but then Mo was like, "I'm just happy to, to show up and hang out and drink." He took a bottle of Papa's Pilar though. Oh, yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah, he did. He stole a the stole legacy a edition. Yeah, man, of right, course, right out of our room. Yeah. Wow, wow. I may have video of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I love you, Jay. Caper. Um, 
And Mike, I told you what uh, Meter said that uh, they they really tried hard to find a, an actual bobcat to bring out on stage. <laughs> well, Jerry Springer said, uh, "Mike, do you still think you could fight a bobcat?" And I said, "Jerry, if you bring a bobcat out here, it'll blow my mind." But I'll fight that bitch right now. They tried so hard. That would be terrifying. Like, yeah, nobody wanted to get to see a bobcat no. get its ass kicked on stage, <laughs> no. so they were like, "No, we can't do that." There no. would have been more blood. Oh my god, man! man for oh, me, a bobcat blood. Oh no. Way. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I had a great time. I, I had thought a blast. It was a, a lot of fun. And I think that uh, the only thing I would change is maybe a little bit of the flow. It seemed to like kind of go a little slow, and then it was a wrong place intermission. But those are just minor details that you look at and you go, all right, we know better for next time. I hope everybody had a good time. If you didn't, if you didn't I'd love to hear why if you want to call in. Uh, and, you know, anything you want to weigh in on. Uh, that was was there. I, I'm not opposed to. We do under oath all the time because there was no question there that I was afraid to answer. Yeah, I thought there'd be more stuff. Uh, Jerry at one point went into the <laughs> Jerry went into the crowd, and this woman stepped up and she was like, "I got a question for you." And from where I was sitting, her hair was looked like it was red with a blonde stripe in it, which reminded me of Rogue <laughs> from the X Men. And I was I said something to her about being in the X Men. She was like, "Me, yeah." And uh, she put me on the spot and asked me if I would judge a Halloween contest. And I said, well, what is the day? And she said, October 31st. And I said, you want to tear me away from my children on Halloween so that I can go judge your Halloween contest? And she goes, yeah. I go, where is it? She goes, Stingray Chevrolet. I couldn't see from the stage that it was Steve Hurley's wife. And all I could, all I could think of was, thank God I didn't say anything. Like, I, yeah. sometimes I'll go forward to be mean just to be mean, you know? Right, right. And uh, thank God, because she's a lovely lady, and she her hair is dyed. She's always got good style. She likes purple. But I, I couldn't really see anything from where I was sitting. So I was like, oh, thank God. I think Steve was right there in the front row. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't yeah. see. Yeah. You know? No, I couldn't see either. I, I was also looking through the lights and where Jerry was sitting. It just made it difficult. Yeah. So. And what was with the smoke machine? Yeah. So what much smoke. I, I, was that? I think that guy had to justify him being there getting paid. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm running yeah. Here's well, some smoke. <laughs> when Drew and John did it and they were out there together and they did John's joints and they released the smoke, I made it for that bit. Yeah. But why they have to keep doing it while we were on stage? Almost no. killed Jerry's yeah. chair. Yeah, Jerry yeah. couldn't breathe. Are we sure that wasn't it. Spike doing that? Because <laughs> no, I could have imagine it was yeah. Yeah. Oh, seemed but, like something he would do. He was very angry. But also, Mike, I know I don't think you know about this, but Spanish and I was having a little trouble with the mic guy because he would not listen because you know how uh, you wanted like a stand with a mic set up for uh, Spike and the uh, announcements yeah. Yeah. for them to just be able to walk out to well, Spike wouldn't give up his mic. The guy didn't want to put a stand in the middle of the stage. Yeah. And he's like looking at us. He's like, no, this is how we're doing it. And we're both like, uh, guy, no, we're yeah. telling you how I to do it. Stage managers yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how the that's how Mike Kelta wants it. So I don't know if you're going to be the one to go tell him no. Yeah. But when his name comes up and it's not the way he wants it, I'm, it's your ass. It I was <laughs> Corey fighting with that guy a couple times, yeah. too. It was great to see Carmen being mean to somebody besides Gio. I thought that was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, he, for the record, he did not come ask me. No, okay, of course you know. not. Yeah. No. So Spike would not had a mic, would not give it up. Yeah. Well, Spike had a mic in his hand. He's like, and Spike was like, no, 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 guys, I'll walk out there and yeah. then I'll put uh, it on the stand and then I can hand it off to Medicine Man. And we're like, Spike, you're not. Oh yeah. You're not a part no, of this. Car- I know Carmen is trying to explain to the stage uh, manager what's going on, and Pike, Spike keeps yipping up. And I was like, Spike, will you please just let let her explain what we're yeah. trying to? He was the like, star yeah. of the show. Like yeah. I literally Thirsty, just got direct. Yeah. I literally just got directions from Mike yeah. how he wants it done for his show. So oh, we went through the walkthrough. Yeah. We went. Dan knew about it. I mean, it was all 
That, if that guy was going to try and screw it up for us. I so that's what, see, I was on the other side of this. That's why it was taking Spike forever to come out. Yes. Because yeah. everybody's like, what the hell's going on? And yeah. it was just like dead. And nobody's uh, going. The mic's just there. Like, are we going? Yeah, he was very confused. Mm. Great job. Yeah. Well, look, at the end of the day, it all worked out. It was great. Thank you to uh, Stingray Chevrolet. And uh, I know we had a bunch of sponsors, and I don't know them all, but I know Astodon was there. He was part of the deal. Uh, thank you to everybody who stepped up, and most importantly, thank you to everybody who bought tickets and came out. It was a pretty, pretty packed house, and it seemed like everybody enjoyed it. And if you didn't, uh, feel free to call in and tell us why. Maybe Spike rubbed you guys the wrong way too. As we do have some calls on the we line. Do? If you, see, I don't know if you can oh, see them. Oh, you log in. Oh, yeah, put your put password. password. <laughs> I'm just excited. I got to show Jerry Springer my bottom. I thought that was <laughs> that was, that was impromptu. Nice yeah, that was definitely impromptu. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I've got more mileage out of that tattoo than anything else in my entire life. <laughs> I love that he asked, who is that? Yeah. 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 You don't look like it anymore. I, so. I said that was a guy who used to be cool. <laughs> the tattoo of Spanish's face from, what, 10, <laughs> ten years, years ago? ago. Yeah. yeah, that John Brennan drew. Yeah, yeah. where he had long hair and glasses yeah. and mustache. Uh, Mike Kell, the show, good morning. Hello. Hello. All right. Oh, oh. too late now, uh, sir. Uh, Mike Kell, the show, hello. Uh, Good morning. Can you hear me okay, guys? Yes, sir. I I was not at the show, so let me stay right, you know, start up by saying that. However, um, I will say I, I agree with you about the Jacob Peacock thing. And I, I'm, I, this is horrible I'm going to say this, but I almost think that show is better when cancer was involved. Uh, that's how oh, much I hate that show anymore. That, that's so, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm a jerk, not, I know. You're not winning us over with that one, sir. <laughs> uh, Mike Cal, the show, good morning. Hey, good morning. I went to the show, and I'm so glad I did. What a great time. I never laughed so hard. Good. Uh, I was in the third row next to the girlfriend of the guy that went up, and she's <laughs> screaming. She's like, no. And then when she saw the pubic hands on it, oh, she lost her mind. She's like, he don't even listen to the show. I listen to the show. I'm like, well, you should have got up there then. Yeah. So, well, and, she, yeah, you, you talk about the guy who came up or the girl? The guy. The oh, guy. Okay. Yeah, the yeah, guy got a, the guy got away lucky, man. He won without having he to get smashed in the face. Yeah, I looked at her. I says, "You are a lucky woman." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm and, glad uh, you had fun. You know, I was very worried about uh, Medicine Man, but yesterday, as I was driving to my grandson's hockey game, I had a sighting of Medicine Man, and I screamed out the window, "Medicine Man!" So he is alive okay. and well, Sadly. and riding his bike. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how well, but he's yeah. alive. Yeah. Thank you, oh, Punkin. I appreciate you coming out there. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Bye. I love you. We will. I think we will do another one before ten years. Uh, we have to, uh, Mike Cal. The show. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, sir. So I am the bald guy George from the third row that went hey, up. The hey, George. Yeah. Congratulations. Good, good job, George. What's up, George. No, no, no. Oh. So. Where's my prize? I never got a prize. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, George. I'll put you through to Carmen, and she'll hook you up. Okay, buddy. Okay, thank All you. Right, thanks. Yeah, sorry. We I don't know in the in the excitement of things and the potential blood. We just kicked them off the stage. Yeah. 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 Uh, there Mike, were other things happening. Mike Cal, the show. Good morning. Yeah, can you confirm is Crazy Patty really passed away? No, I, I mean I can't honestly <laughs> confirm or deny her. And what I was saying earlier is that. She uh, didn't even make it into the immemorial missing and presumed dead section. We just have, I mean, Dum Dum Lori did, but we have not heard from, and we tried hard to surprise everybody and bring Crazy Patty there, but Spanish had no uh, no getting a hold of her. I know the store that she shops at for her groceries. I don't want to say which one. The, the employees have asked about her for about six weeks, so that's, Ooh. you know, we're worried. 
Does it rhyme uh, with schmublix? <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Uh, we did get confirmation from a neighbor that said she's still alive and we still see her, and we're thinking that the husband just pulled the plug on her calling the show, but I don't know. Eventually, we might have to send you over there for a wellness check. I'm down. All right. Mike held the show. Last call. Good morning. No, that's... Um... Oh, sorry. The whole guy. Yeah, yeah. there you go. All right. Uh, let's take a break, Carmen. I'll let you talk to that guy. Tell him he won a lot of... Um, uh, he won a lot of uh, whipped cream. And yeah. Okay. Give him whatever he wants. He, he gets a towel. It. You got yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the towel. We saved it. He gets the at-home version. <laughs> and body hair. Uh, when we come back from break, we will uh, find out how we did on the football picks. A weird week in football in which we saw our Buccaneers lose to the Steelers 20-18. to 18. What an odd score for a game. Uh, but we'll find out who won and who lost and who's in the middle when we come back. It's the Mike Calder Show. This is one. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.